Thank you, Janet Lee. And the songs about the story of Jesus. Why is it that name just does something when you hear it? Why is it that the Bible says there is no other name given among humans for the salvation of humans than the name of Jesus Christ? What a wonderful name. And thank you, Janet, for your by the Spirit playing of the organ. And hello out there, everybody. Well, today is a day. It's a day of some deep import. We have a big subject. And as usual, getting through it all, all that I have in my heart to, to lay out uh, would take maybe more time than what we have. But we will enjoy what is delivered to you and um, this this is a, a Holy Spirit teaching today, you know, because it has deep uh, grips on the lives of all human beings. And there are parallels that are invisible, that, that are not seen and are not reckoned and not understood by the masses of humans living on this planet. But today, we want to open some of the doors that have been secretly coded by the forces of darkness to keep the deliverance out, to keep the mercy of God out, to keep the power of Jesus Christ from delivering people, and to keep people from knowing the truth. So today, we've got a lot to share. Let's talk about a couple things. First off, I want to um, I want to give my thanks to um, uh, all of the people who are praying for us, all of the people who are are uh, you know monthly sending us uh, uh, amounts of finances. Uh, we don't have very much, but what we have, we do thank God for. And all of 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 the great people that that uh, are believers in this manifest revelation and are standing by us and just hanging on on the uh, coming messages that are being uh, delivered and administered from week to week and uh, we we want we just we just praise God uh, we just thank God and and we and praise God for Brian our webmaster who is uh, you know doing all of this tremendous amount of work on a voluntary basis. And recently, uh, he has now uh, helped us to get put together on Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O. And this is a powerful streaming uh, company, I'll tell you. It's growing by leaps and bounds. It's already big. So now, guess what, folks? So now, you can bring our teachings from the Holy Manifest broadcasts onto your onto your iPhones, onto almost any kind of method uh, of, of of receiving broadcasts, uh, you can even bring uh, these videos onto your television screen, and you can get the instructions by going to the the uh, Holy um, Manifest, the, the Manifest Jada uh, internet uh, site, and uh, just watch for the V 
uh, green V and plug on that, and that gets you into Vimeo, Vimeo, and it'll give you the instructions how to uh, connect. So, praise God, it's getting exciting. There, there's, there's just a lot happening. There's much more to say. Uh, let's see here. JJ, John has some couple questions here that I don't think I ever got around to answering. Um, here we go. Did the soulless people live as long as the soul people? Are there any soulless people on earth now? Could the soulless people gain a soul? Um, soulless people. Uh, we're talking about like of the four river kinds of creation. And uh, could they ever gain a, a soul? Um, who is to ever say uh, that that uh, all things are not possible. Uh, chances are uh, most of those kind of soul people are just merely, as the Bible describes them in the New Testament, as brute beast. And as brute beast, uh, they do not uh, really have much of a chance of becoming uh, a soul person. Um, but I'm not going to be the one to say yay or nay on that because uh, Jesus once said, see these rocks out here? See these stones? The Holy Spirit can take stones and can turn them into to the people of God. So um, in, the, in, the, in the beginning, when new creations are being brought into uh, plantations uh, for the emerging of life, um, eventually the soul people rise up from them because, you know, they eventually emerge into a body that, that has the capability to communicate uh, with God. And, and so uh, any of these uh, soulless uh, persons out there uh, could, uh, Latalute could emerge uh, into other levels, uh, you know, to to where uh, the possibility was there, but it uh, it is not just a, a simple Simon. There is a complexity to that. All right. Let's see what else was there in that question. Uh, do they do the soul soulless people live as long as soul people? Um, you know, we start talking about longevity. Um, we can see uh, from the Bible that uh, there are all kinds of people that are listed that did live some pretty long ages, and they weren't necessarily the prime of uh, of God's select uh, people. Uh, I think that uh, you know that even in this day in which we live, there are people that live to be ninety years old, and and some of them are atheists. So uh, you know. Um, a lot of that aspect has to do with uh, genetics and uh, and uh, the the special uh, uh, position of habitat that those people are found to live in. And uh, there's some of these people, uh, you know, who uh, have better access to uh, f financially uh, to food and water and and uh, and you know. Uh, better uh, living conditions. Um, I just have to leave it like that because things things differentiate. Uh, when you start getting into, though, how long someone lives, 
the the figure that does have to eventually come up is is regeneration. And some of these people that that live a longer life, but they use up their opportunities, do not have the same access of regeneration as other people who've lived a shorter life. Uh, but have lived up to the knowledge at the time that they knew, but haven't finished the course of their destiny. And then they come back to live in another life and maybe another. And so uh, you have to really look at this in regards to, to the chain of life and all the different links that, that go from one series to another series, from one level to another level, before you would really know such an answer as that in, in a very uh, proper, fulfilled sense. Okay. Another question, um, are the, what are the ophidims who refuse to enter human bodies doing? Where are they? Well, they, they are in the spirit world, and uh, they are somewhat suspended in time and space until certain kinds of events happen, uh, which events could be both uh, negative and positive, and uh, generally... Uh, they're soulless because they, uh, you know, uh, they are um, uh, some of them uh, soulless because uh, uh, they have refused beyond the point of uh, being in connection with themselves, and so they're soulless in the sense that they, they do not have connection to to their uh, to their their soul a signal. Uh, but other of these ophanims uh, who just refuse to take on human bodies because of fear of losing their memory, uh, you know, over the course of uh, generations of time, we know that uh, even in the spirit world that people are thinking and making choices. And uh, the uh, fellow who ended up in uh, the sort of torments of the next world, uh, I won't specifically initiate that as being uh, a, a punctuated point to refer to, but I will say that uh, the example in the parable that was given by Jesus is that he was trying to communicate with Abraham and he was trying to make a case for his brothers who still lived on earth that if he would be able to go back having died and come back in the body that they then could be told the story of salvation and come into that salvation. So there then means that in the spirit world there is a progression that can happen in which people can feel repentant of what they have done or not done and 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 then possibly move on uh, to other levels of 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 uh, mental spiritual condition i'm not making the point of what that does or does not do uh, for their status but i'm making the point that you know those things are happening and i hope that answers your question okay now let's keep moving on uh, Last week, uh, we uh, interestingly talked about uh, the holy uh, man Davis of creation law. Uh, by the way, uh, I, I pronounce a lot of words differently. And I pronounce them uh, most of the time the way that I prefer them to be pronounced. I don't necessarily follow all the uh, you know exact uh, 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 historical pronunciations. Uh, some people would pronounce uh, instead of man Damus, which is spelled M-A-N-D-A-M-U-S, they would pronounce it Mandamus, and uh, you know the 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 holy Mandamus of creation law. I like to use the word uh, Mandamus because 
in these laws was sort of like the choice of, of life and death. I mean, you know, there, there was like sort of a damnation involved. Uh, that didn't mean an eternal curse necessarily, but, you know, a corrective thing. And sort of, you know, and um, you know where people say damned if you do, damned, damned if you don't, meaning that there is a certain fringe of, of, uh, of uh, you know, um, condemnation that you can get into, which is a sort of damnation. And that uh, in doing so you uh, you you take on uh you know that guilt uh, I implicitly uh by the actions of your thoughts or your deeds so uh the word damn sort of fits in with these laws if people are disobedient to it and mandamus is how i like to say it but if you prefer to say mandamus uh go for it i don't hold any of those things against you all right now before I get into all the readings of everything, um, I want to do some uh, additional sharing with you. Um, <clears throat> this thing about um, about Satan is a major big subject. It is not minor mode. It's a major big subject. Okay, so <clears throat> um, let's uh, let's let's just think. Of the uh, of the question that we sort of uh, slightly hit over uh, last week, when uh, in Isaiah fourteen twelve it says, uh, "How are you? F how art thou? Or how are you fallen from 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 uh, heaven, O Lucifer?" And and this is a really big subject, and and that is a Bible question, and that Bible question is for you and for me, and for everybody who reads the Bible. How? Was it that Lucifer, who was a great and powerful angel and one of the most beautiful angels in heaven, how could he have fallen? And so, knowing that story uh, is 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 uh, you know tetramont is actually important. It's it's, <laughs> it's utterly uh, incomprehensible uh, that a person would not want to know uh, how Satan fell because it tells you what derelict angels can get into uh, if you know they fall out a favor with the the true righteousness of God. And so we must not, uh, you know, lead, take subject and say, ah, oh, I don't want to talk about the devil. I don't want to talk about Satan. I just don't like to talk about that. Uh, you, you need to talk about all things. You know, that, that would be like not wanting to talk about the potentials of danger for your children, uh, going out into a high traffic uh, street, uh, uh, the poisons under your cupboard uh, are in your cupboard. Uh, how that they need to know are that there needs to be locks. Uh, you know, you have to embrace the negative things uh, for the for the safety of the positive things. And so a person needs to know these things about Lucifer, Satan, and uh, you're you know you're certainly going to cover some things today, and uh, and it's you know going to be quite uh, incredible. Now, w w in our teachings, we have shown that Lucifer mainly takes um, bodies by uh, the uh, familiar spirit technique, and that is where he is using other bodies, other uh, spirits, 
uh, to uh, then uh, speak through, uh, and they they are linked to him as familiar spirits, and that is very important to understand. He he does not want at this time to give up his his uh, memory uh, by taking these bodies and and then entering into this land as the Bible calls it in, in Psalms, the land of forgetfulness, uh, but. The Bible tells us that in, how that Satan, uh, who is also called uh, the Cosmocrator, that's cosmos, like the heavens, the universe, Cosmocrator, uh, which means world ruler, which you can find that in, in the Strong's Concordance Dictionary uh, of the Greek, uh, number 2888, uh, 2888 world ruler. And uh, there's a story in the manifest about when this body of the uh, of the cosmocrator is is made, how that it is made out of, you know, uh, laminated sperm. It's a contribution of of many high intelligent uh, uh in, uh, extremely high intelligent persons and gifted and all of the various uh, things uh, of acuity that are applicable to to making a dynamic human. And uh, so this dynamic human that is made is called the uh, Satan, the Cosmocrator, and uh, he will be uh, one of the most <clears throat> brilliant, bright, versatile, capable humans uh, of, of special creation that has ever lived on this earth. And uh, there will be, you know, insignias uh, 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 put in him uh, of memories so that uh, he will always be able to remember many of the things of, of his out-of-body spirit memory. And... Uh, that will that that that's coming. Uh, he's a world leader. We know that because uh, it it describes in the book of um, of, of uh, Revelation uh, eleven fifteen how that the kingdoms of this world uh, finally become the kingdoms of the Lord, which obviously infers that before they became the kingdoms of the Lord, they were the kingdoms of of uh, Lucifer, Satan, and uh, <clears throat> so. We've seen from Isaiah fourteen twelve, and we've seen from uh, the teachings in uh, in Ezekiel twenty eight fourteen through sixteen, and we've talked about some of those things with you. Uh, how uh, incredulous uh, this uh, power and uh, and mentality and uh, spirit uh, emphasis of uh, Lucifer Satan is, and how that he plots and he plans and uh, and he. He has a whole blueprint uh, for for all humanity, not only people on this earth, but people throughout uh, all the universe that that uh, you know uh, are aliens to us. But uh, and then of course that would also include the uh, sons of Enoch, which are not really human uh, human aliens to us. They came from this planet originally, and uh, so much much to to understand and to and to under, to to know about this thing of uh, uh, demon uh, and genie possession uh, and and familiar spirits and so forth. Uh, I in my time of life have experienced where. Um, uh, I have seen uh, demonic possession of animals and even bugs. Uh, I remember one time that I went out to this home 
and I went to minister to these people, and uh, they were having, uh, hearing all kinds of, of, of things, uh, and uh, they, they, they were quite terrified, really, and they would hear these, uh, these cats meowing, but they could not you know, see the cats. They couldn't, they couldn't find them. And uh, so uh, I went over and I was examining and I noticed that, um, uh, you know, one time that I was looking out the window uh, because I felt some uh, spiritual force. And, and, uh, and as I looked out the window, I saw there was about three cats uh, and, and it, there was snow all, all over the ground. And these cats were about maybe uh, 10 feet from the house but they were looking toward the house, and then they started meowing, a really strange kind of growly meow. And, and as I looked at them, I thought, you know what? Uh, I think we've got a case here of uh, demonic cats that, that these are possessed. So I hustled down the staircase to, to, to go out there and to confront these cats and cast out their demons. And when I got outside, I noticed that they were gone. So I, I walked over close to the spot where I saw that they had been standing, and when I looked, I could see their their footprints of the three uh, cats, and and but but they, there was no prints, uh, and the, the the snow was soft, and and any cat that would have you know walked in the snow would have left footprints. There was no frit, uh, prints walking out of this area where this different you know, sort of cluster of different uh, footprints were and that I had seen these cats from the window and heard them in this sort of growling, meowing. And um, then I, I thought, well, they, maybe they jumped, you know. So I went quite a few feet in every direction looking to see if I could see where they had jumped and, and, and then landed uh, some distance away. But I'll tell you what, there was no place that I could find any of the footprints of those cats. And they were demon-possessed, and they got out of there because they knew I was coming, uh, and I was coming after uh, the demons that were in those cats and so forth. And so there was quite a deliverance that ended up happening at, at this home with these people, and that's quite a long story. But I think that that part is, is, uh, is okay. Then um, I saw a, a, a case in which... Um, uh, the demons had possessed uh, a blowfly, and uh, and uh, this place uh, that this blowfly suddenly appeared was where there was this person who was really a very divine uh, individual and and sanctimonious person and uh, very sick. And this this blowfly came in, and uh, it was it it was a demon. It it had it had a demon in it. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. And and uh, uh, it it is like as soon as I walked into the room, I saw this blowfly, and I knew it was a demon blowfly. Now there may be some of you out there who who think you're scientists or some high uh, mentality, and you would just be uh, you know unfitted in your mind. To to think of of uh, uh, of a bug having a demon in it. Well, uh, get off your high horse, you know, because I'm going to tell you something. Uh, these things can and do happen. And the Book of Joel tells how that all these little critters called bugs and so forth are called sometimes the army of God. Well, 
remember, a Satan mocks everything. He counterfeits everything that there is. And so he, he uh, 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 you know, if, if God's got an army of bugs, uh, Satan will have an army of bugs. Uh, if, if there are true prophets, there will be false prophets. You know, if there are true ministers of the word, there will be false ministers of the word. There is a counter world out there, and Satan is, uh, is at the head of it. And his subversiveness has no limits. And we have to understand that. Anyway, when I saw this bug, I said, die bug. I knew what it was, and it immediately felt my presence, and it just started going wild and just buzzing real fast, but it had been after this person to torment this person, and this person was old and sick and, and feeble and wasn't able, but it, it, this person was spiritual and recognized that this bug was not just a bug. It was something more. But it couldn't do anything about it in its sick condition, that person's sick condition. And so I decided, I shut the door so that the, so that this blowfly could not get out and and uh and then I went after it. I had quite a time getting it. I began to rebuke it in the name of God, and then I caught it uh and I had this this swat of paper, and I hit it and I smashed it and and that thing did not want to die, but I grabbed some some uh, uh some tissue paper and put over it and clamped it and went into the toilet room and put it into the toilet and flushed it down the toilet and said praise god hallelujah goodbye devil <laughs> so yeah i've had lots of experience uh, in in uh, uh, dealing with the forces uh of darkness and the forces of of, of satan um Recently, uh, I was about uh, about quarter to five o'clock in the morning, uh, taking my daughter to work. Uh, she was going in early, and uh, and uh, um, after I dropped her off, I turned on the radio, listened a little bit, and uh, the I, I coast to coast show was on. I don't listen to that really, uh, but I mean it has some interesting things on it, and uh, they were interviewing this uh, fairly high. Uh, up priest uh, up there into the higher uh, hyology you know uh, of things and um, <clears throat> anyway um, as I, they were interviewing him they were talking about uh, you know demon possession and you know what did you know did he think about it and, and they were talking about this one well-known priest who claims that he had cast out 60,000 demons during his time of ministry and and he said so you know the host says, 60,000 demons, can, can that be true? Can that be real? And this priest that was bidding an interview says, uh, yes, absolutely, it, it can. Well, <clears throat> we do know that Bible-wise, that uh, there was a time that Jesus uh, uh, confronted this person. I'm sure it was due to request uh, by by individuals that wanted this person to be delivered because the demon possession had reached a point of uh, of being critical in that person and it was affecting that person's uh, sanity and uh, so they they wanted you know uh, that person to be delivered and they brought Jesus on the scene and uh, and Jesus prayed and and uh, uh, there was a resistance so Jesus said what is your name and this spirit that was uh, that that was the uh, you know the uh, leader spirit spoke out and said 
my name is Legion, for we are many. And we know that a legion, uh, can, you know, usually stood uh, like a, a legion of Roman soldiers and various nations was about 10,000 people, sometimes called a myriad. And, and so if you think that here is just one human being who has 10,000 demons in him or in her, 10,000. And there's millions of people on the planet, and time has been going on for some long period of time. Then uh, when you start thinking about 60,000 demons, you know, uh, over a period of ministry, uh, that isn't just, you know, a reckless, uh, uh, you know, supposition. It has, uh, it has potential uh, of, of possibility. Uh, it, it, it has a moment uh, for people to have reckoning and to consider how um, deep is the field of penetration uh, to this earth world and how that the tares, as uh, described in the 13th chapter of, uh, of St. Matthew, are, are far more uh, prolific than, than people have the slightest imagination. Now, I want to tell you, share with you a few other experiences because we really know why we're talking on this subject about Satan, Lucifer, and, and why we're so interested in talking about the white throne judgment, uh, even though it is Bible. But, but you know, uh, there, there is nothing uh, slight uh, or nothing um, uh, minimal uh, uh, when we start talking about uh, the, the forces and the powers of Satan. Uh, we know that in the sixth chapter of and uh, uh, the 12th verse of Ephesians, as I've quoted many times and will continue to be quoting, that the Bible says that the war is not really with flesh and blood, but it is between the principalities of darkness and the principalities of, dar of, of light. Now, principality uh, is, uh, has in it the word prince, and prince, when connected with principality, is actually talking uh, a, a, a host a leader of, of a, a large group of angels, like the, the host leader of the cherubims, the host leader of the seraphims, the host leader uh, of the ophanims. And, and they are generally called archangels. Arch basically comes from the word uh, ancientness. And, and uh, so they are host leaders, and usually each band of, of angels has uh, a, a uh, senior archangel and an and a, a second in command archangel and so uh, uh it's very very important to understand that lucifer was was a second in command to to uh gabriel who was the archangel uh prince host of the cherubim and so this is no small matter especially when uh, a an archangel uh, has the capability that none of the other angels have. So either a second in command or the first in command, they can they can uh, are are at the point where other angels who reach the same level as they are on, and are equal to an archangel, but do not have the status because they are not affirmed into the leadership. But they can achieve that status by then co-uning with 
the chief or the second in command archangels. So both Gabriel and and uh, Lucifer uh, have within them, you know, uh, you know, uh, legions of of other powerful good angels. Because the legions can be good or they can be they can be evil. But in this case, they they were they were good, capable of being archangels themselves. So so they were co-owned, and and of course. There, there's lots of Bible for that. I've preached on it. Uh, uh, we can't go back through everything that we've ever taught. Well, when I was quite young and only been married a very short time, um, I uh, was requested if I could fill in for a pastor who was sort of going through a difficult, uh, uh, nervous, uh, overworked, a mental uh, exhausted time and he asked me to come and take his church and it was called the Mosswood Assembly of God Church and it was in Stockton California and there were quite a few young people that attended that church and so um, uh, one time uh, we were just having a really Holy Spirit uh, you know filled service and God was just moving by spirit and, and it was so thick with the glory of God so thick with the the spirit of of, of Jesus Christ, that that uh, uh, people were just like dancing in the spirit. They were just moved. But I, as I was sitting on the platform, I noticed this particular woman, and something bothered me about her. I did not feel a witness that she was really one of the others. There was something different about her, and and uh, and so finally, this this. Spirit moved me to get up and 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 uh, tell people to um, to uh, take their seats, and then I walked down and I stopped this one woman. I said, "Could you could you hold here for just a little bit? I I would like to talk to you." And as people got into their seats, then I said to this woman, "I said, uh, you're not really rejoicing here today." I said, "You you're bound." And and you you don't know what to do uh, with this condition that you are in, and and uh, I said because you you are demon possessed and these demons are are ruling and ruining your life, and uh, she began to speak back in a in a demon a demon possessed voice, and and basically it became very clear that this person abs absolutely was possessed and was in desperate need of deliverance. And I, um, uh, I, I noted that this lady was, didn't just have a single demon, that she had a huge number of demons in her. And uh, it's very dangerous to uh, cast out a large number of demons like that when you have a whole group of, of audience sitting out there because these demons have a tendency that when they are cast out of a body, they do not want to be outside of a body. They want a body. And, and, and uh, they go and start immediately, and in an instant, they know if someone is susceptible. In an instant... They know if someone is 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 uh, capable of being possessed, and so I began to I, I had the I told the lady I says go and kneel down at the at the at the altar bench. So she went and kneeled down, and I says now, uh, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to cast these demons out. But when they come out, they can possess other people. So I says I'm going to ask all you people that are sitting here, either to get down on your knees, 
or to bow your heads as you're sitting in the pews and be very prayerful. And I said, if you'll do that, these demons will just leave the building and, and not bother you. Well, there was a young fellow who, who was sneering and laughing. And, and uh, he would not, he would not uh, 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 bow his head. He would not uh, get down on the, the floor to pray. And, and I says, well, uh, there's, a, there's a person in here who is sneering at this. And I said, uh, you have been warned. And I, I am going to go on with this procedure, but you have been warned that it's very dangerous what you're doing. Well, he thought it was hilarious. And, and he had a mockery look on his face. But uh, I could not wait any longer because this woman was getting restless. And so uh, I had her stand. And I told her, I says, now the devils are going to come out of you. And I said, it's going to feel like you've almost been ripped inside because there's such a torrent of demons in you. And I said, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, I said, you get ready to be delivered. And I began to adjure the demons, and I began to tell them that they had to leave this body, and I was going to count to three. And if they didn't leave the body by the count of three, that I was going to going to put them in into... Uh, t t uh, you know, uh, 10,000 years, uh, uh, where for, I was going to put them for 10,000 years uh, in, into space uh, where they could not possess anybody. And they would ha they'd be bound there for 10,000 years. Well, after I said that and began to jeer the demons, they came out. And I mean it was something. They came out. And most of them fled out of the building. But evidently, a group of them went into this this uh, this about 17-year-old uh, young man. And he was 16 or 17. Well, the next day at school, uh, when he was it went into the bathroom, he suddenly got impacted by these demons. And uh, he began to frothing at the mouth. His body began to shaking. Uh, shaking. Uh, he just went into... To, uh, a really terrible uh, experience. I won't give a medical name type of ex uh, similarity to it because I don't want people to think that, that, that just because a person has, say, a, uh, epilepsy or something like that, that every person that has epilepsy is demon-possessed because that's not the case. But he, he, this was very much like an epileptic uh, seizure, and, 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 uh, but also foaming at the mouth. So uh, they had to carry him away in, in an am ambulance. The demons had possessed him and had done this to him the next day at school. And, and, and the message came back because so many of the young people attended that school. Some of them were right there and saw, saw it happen. And, uh, and then um, uh, as I was going on with my ministry in that, in that church, uh, and one day, not long after that episode, I, I was getting ready to close uh, the, the, the uh, doors, the back doors of the church. <clears throat> my wife was waiting out in the car. And I heard a voice as clear as anything. And it was a powerful voice. And it was, it was a voice, it was satanic. And this voice says, I will get even with you. And I knew that the devil hated me. And I knew that he wanted to kill me. 
And I locked that door, and I got out of there fast because it was a scary, trembly type of experience. Even though you have the power over these creatures through Jesus Christ, uh, it it is nothing to play with. It's like playing uh, with deadly fire, and and so you you don't you don't play with it. Uh, well, after that, I had several attempts on my life. I was starting to step off of a of a of the curb and and this voice spoke to me and said do not step off the curb and so I, I backed up, and just then a car came around the corner, and, and it must have been someone that was really drunk. He lost control of the car and drove right closer, just right where I would have been if I had stepped off and walked a foot or two. I, I would have been killed instantly by that car, and I knew that was Satan. Another time, just a few days or a week later, I was driving uh, between Stockton and Modesto, and, and there was no rain. Uh, there was nothing on the road, but all of a sudden, this force just hit my car uh, uh, like I had been hit by a tornado, and I began to spinning in circles, and I thought, my God, this is the end. And I says, oh, God, help me now. And instantly, the car stopped spinning. I knew that was satanic. I got out and I looked. There was no oil slick. I was driving carefully. It was the forces of Satan. Satan said, I'll get even with you. He has not stopped trying to get even with me. And uh, I think this is a good place to stop for now. Janet Lee's coming to the organ. We're going to take five minutes, and then we'll continue from there. God bless you.
Again, thank you, Janet Lee. And hello, everybody. Well, we'll continue right on. There's some things I want to share with you today. You know, God is moving by the Spirit, and you have to follow the Spirit. And Jesus made it very clear, you know, in, in, in Matthew 13, uh, 20 through 27 through, uh, through uh, pardon me, uh, Matthew 13, 20 through 37 and through 39 about the tares and how that they, they were in the field, which is the world. And then they were among uh, the wheat, which are the people. And, and that these are like, like the children of the devil. And so uh, if we're going to believe the Bible, uh, uh, then you're going to see that the Bible is, has clarification of, of this possession and, and of, of this thing both genetically and, and uh, in a spiritual sense also. So uh, it, it's absolutely important for people to be open to hear the word of the God and, and to, uh, to recognize Jesus and, and the meaning of, of importance that, and significance that it had for Jesus to reveal, you know, uh, this time when he was casting out demons. And the demon, when asked what his name was, said, my name is Legion, for we are many. And these myriads of, of, of demons are uh, here on the earth today. They're plotting, they're planning, they're possessing. And, and you, have, you have, you know, uh, turbulence throughout the whole world. And, and not all of the turbulence, but, you know, uh, a certain uh, amount and, and, a, and a great amount is influenced by the, the forces of darkness. So it's very important. <clears throat> now, I want to share, uh, I want to share uh, uh, some further things before I get into this final reading. So I've got to really move. This is from Back to Paradise. This is one of the uh, books or one of the chapters of the Holy Manifest revealed by Gabriel. And, and within this book are also, uh, you know, experiences that I, as the Manifester, have also had or are re revealed, but which have a contingency, uh, uh, um, you know, affiliation to uh, the Holy Manifest uh, uh, scriptures. This is about Lucifer and, and, and the Ophanim. A holy angel taught me to understand many things concerning Lucifer, who had become Satan, and the Ophanim, uh, Ophanims, uh, who had become demons, and the loosening of, of the Koun, inner angels of Satan, uh, who had also become demons. And uh, Lucifer had been a cherub angel, and uh, he was uh, Koun with legions, uh, of Lucifer's inner angels who became legions of demons. Uh, and uh, the Ophanim angels who became uh, fallen ranks uh, due to their insubordination, rebelliousness, and disobedience. And because of that, they became agents for Satan. There uh, had been many opportunities to repent. And this is very important. Uh, one of the reasons why people don't understand uh, the mystery of the time and the longness of it and the vast, uh, you know, expanse of happenings that occur during this this uh, great, uh, you know, longevity uh, of uh, living is that without understanding that, they miss out on all of the things relative to the longness of time and, and the durations in which there had been opportunities 
for uh, the for Lucifer to repent, opportunities for uh, the uh, the co-owned angels to repent, opportunities for the Ophanim to repent, and and this went back uh, as and as it is described in the book of Proverbs, you know, before before uh, you know the foundations of the earth were ever laid. You know, wisdom was was there, and so the knowledge of all these things existed. And, and when in Job uh, thirty-eight, when it talks about you know before the foundations of the earth, and that there were the morning stars that sang together, and all of those kind of things, uh, we are made aware by many scriptures, many teachings of these pre-existent conditions that were going on and happening before the creation of this earth even took place. And, and so there were opportunities of repentance. The, God is very merciful, but, but after eons of time, uh, you know, repentance did not come. And so one thing eventually leads to another, and the fall then becomes intensified. So uh, it goes on to say, uh, uh, but after many opportunities re re to repent were rejected, the entire official uh, seraphimic judgment and renderings for rehabilitation uh, 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 began to be uh, put into uh, a spiriting for earth bodies and for uh, situations uh, to lead to an eventual, uh, you know, repentance. But Satan and Un's demons abhorred the offers, because such spiriting by inhabitation would deprive them of their memories during the habitation, or during the possession of their spirits in the human body. The purpose of, and that, not, that is not possession by, um, by outside influence, to a person that already has a living spirit, but when they become a living spirit themselves in a human body. Okay, the purpose of this punishment called the burnings was to salvage them by purging them from their sinful actions. Satan have an appeal to the white throne judgment against the decision of the seraphimic judges is carefully uh, at this time uh, continuing to develop uh, points uh, for Un's case. In order to comply with the essence of the law of redemption and in order to uh, confuse and undermine the plan of salvation uh, uh, for the repentance of the Ophanim, I came to understand that Satan and Un's angels, demons, took human non-aura bodies by uh, possession uh, through their, um, um, uh, their, their dealing, you know, uh, with, with the idea of, um, of uh, not of taking submission uh, when these people volunteer submission, uh, that they can have this control through like the spirit the spirit uh, familiar the familiar spirits and have the control that's called possession and um, that's a little bit jumbled there but forgive me uh, therefore these uh, same angels uh, became the controller spirits uh, of the mantis people and of the many uh, uh, other types of, of, of uh, alien uh, individuals such as the Python the Gaihan and the Hedekill it became Satan's plan to degenerate the human species by uh, introduction of a devious kind of super uh, luminous intelligence. Uh, furthermore, 
The demonic spirits taught the human species high-leveled earthliness and influenced the uh, interbreeding of the fallen uh, uh, human species uh, in order to um, uh, use all possible emergence uh, of of these uh, connections to de- degenerate uh, the people further. The Orisold humans, however, emerged and became, began to multiply in fruitful progeneration. Uh, Orisold humans emerged and began to multiply. Uh, therefore, Satan and Un's legions of hosts often sought to de- degenerate the Orisold race uh, by interbreeding uh, soulless people with the soul people. Okay, uh, let's just skip that for right now, and let's read this really beautiful thing in uh, Back to Paradise about the the sadness of this whole thing that occurred uh, with the fallen angels. The songsters ceased their cooning, their hearts a-glowing, fainted to discolored, discolored glimmers. Their fall to lowness created an addition of angels imprisoned in matter. When their sightings, when their sighings were heard in the paradise, flowers wept nectar. Their consciousness became the consciousness of another kind of world. Love was scantly held with the shortest of brevities. From time to time, former memories, trampled by the event of the fall, surfaced in small inner knowings of paradise lost. Now, I want to share some things with you in uh, Back to Paradise. That was also in Back to Paradise. What awesome uh, uh, a book, what an awesome book the Holy Manifest is. And I want you to pray that, that one day uh, that I'll be able to get these books out and available to the public because they are such incredibly written uh, things by the Spirit of God, by the revelation of Gabriel. Uh, they're, they're just it's awesome. Uh, it speaks here about sorcery. You know, there's a lot of that still going on. There's there's popular movies out there, you know, about witchcraft and, 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 and sorcery, you know, uh, sorcery and all that kind of thing, sorcery and all that kind of thing. Uh, I think that uh, it's just really, really uh, important for people to understand that these things are still going on today. This says, old sorcerer, you say your enchantments are good. You mix tea, clay, and wine together and say, aha. You gaze into fetish objects and seeing half-truths and half-lives, you say, my gifts are great. You are devil-possessed and know it not. You cannot smell your swine breath that rises from your solar plexus. You, you, your deeds are minced. Nevertheless, the weak and the troubled follow you and pay for your services. Many an innocent one you have blanched with your rituals. Your end is near to come. Uh, a jawbone of the quadru will smack your head. Uh, uh, your chest will tighten. Your heart will greatly pain. Your gifts will rot in your hands, and stink winds will claim your mortal. Your enhanced spirit will rattle into ghostum. F- freedom callers, kissed by the Christ-anointed spirit of the Holy Manifest, writ, are ready to proclaim your epitaph. I just, I just want to share some of this stuff with you because so absolutely beautiful and so important for this to get out okay um this one is on this this one is called incubus 
Uh, this is all about demons, different kinds of demons. Hoarder of foulness, lust monger, incrustator of good, thou most in incongruous one, maker of nightmares, tarnisher of dreams, hovering predator over sleeping humans. I call you out from the presence of every Melchizedek. I call you out from the presence of every member who would be holy manifestors. I call you out uh, from all who would be freed from your ugly uh, swipe. <clears throat> Come, let us make war. For I will have your hoary head bound in a sphere of space and cast into circuits of limitation. Come, fiend of devildom, whine and tremble. Jeboah is granted power over you by the Spirit of Christ. Jeboah is a name for, like, prophecy. And, and, and a person, an, an individual uh, that one time I was called uh, in a special ministry. O oh, freak one, it is, is it that your lips are distorting, or might you not be preparing to howl? Howl then, you rumbled piece of desecration, and run, run, lest you cast into a devil's, lest you be cast into a devil's hell before your time. Power and principalities of darkness rally about yourself. Lean back to back, perhaps then you will find some backbone, or should I say wishbone to face the grip of God. You're hungry. Come, let me feed you a hot mental hell. <clears throat> okay, this is called um, Lurid, L-U-R-I-D, shining, Shinings. And it's, it's sort of like this thing described in the Bible called Bewitched. I think that was in uh, Galatians. They paint themselves as gurus, gurus, G-U-R-U-S, of blooms. By such methods, they hope to catch those who, being weary of troubles, are searching to scent flowers of peace. Pointing to de degenerations around, they, by pseudo-priming, offer a glorious feast of religiously wholesome speculations. Their speculations, they claim, will bring change and advancement. They point and draw their words, their concepts of a dawning new day. All seems to be love, smiles, and delight, but what is being at first exhibited is a cover-up of their true intent to ravage and to snatch, mon to snatch money, sex, glory, and fame. They are lurid shinings, eroded of truth down-slanted of mind and passions. They are brazen of desires, ruthless of the cost to arrive at their schemes. Their claims are self-exalting and towering of self-profile. Beware of them, children of the search, lest they cause the best lives of your years to be detoured. Beware also of the ministry type who, who never leave the cause of raising money uh, for, for causes' sake. Many of these same church persons enrich themselves with cause, uh, with cause money, while at the same time having unstable morals. Remember, no human can make oneself a lord or a god. Such entitlements are a divine attribute and come from the connections, not of flesh and blood. Beware of, beware also 
of those who capture young wanderers, surrounding them with indoctrinations of their philosophy. They teach them to disrespect their parents and relatives and guard them against their return to their former friends and relatives. They Know they not that Christ who teaches father does not prejudice against parenthood? Okay. This one's called Obsessions. This is still all in, in Back to uh, Paradise. Impulses, breeding simulations, or uh, breeding stimulations of sensations, reap a nexus of emotion. A play of thought is granite to stand at the main point of a circular staircase. A prolonging of unreasonable manuscript is stretched from crimping crinkles uh, of a deep mental crevice. The straight, the straight line of reasoning is bent. That which is called normal is dealt the joker card. The abounding of mental uh, crispiness is stunted. In an eye of vision, I saw and I heard from the depths a... Uh, a belligerent uh, uh, spirit, uh, irritated and full of uh, annoyance, began pacing the not-to-be realm of the nethermost crossings where dwelt aggregations of marked spirits. Soon, uh, soon of the when, I'll be free from the glue of gob, and then I'll go to prowl, said one of the be belligerent spirits. Thousand times ten thousand voices of thorns. Familiar spirit answered, Ye be, ye be, ye be, so be. Woe shall be the when, and the woe shall be the, the then. For spirits long bound, becoming free, shall prowl upon humanity. This is talking about a time that uh, some of these spirits that um, have been bound uh, and uh, are in limitations will be set free from that. Hark, hear the singing of songs raised high. Holy manifestors, hold tall the standard. Face the double dilemma and tear down the great. Nullify the counter crank. Stand and know whence cometh dark spirits, uncharged of light, to invade the signal of the aura soul. Come they not from the nethermost, cross nethermost crossings? Take now the full word and banish them, for they seek human residence. Let rise the greater of, of the eye of you. Storm against the spray of their spew. You are sanctioned. You are sanctioned. Uh, sanctioned, pardon me. You are sanctioned. No dismaying thing will come upon you. Therefore the Holy Manifestor shall come forth uh, strong of the Holy Ghost, and full of the word to attack the fiends of devildom and to smash to silence escapees from the nethermost crossings. Wow, this is uh, incredible stuff, folks. Uh, all in, in, I'm going to read you one more here called Divergent, Divergent, D-I-V-E-R-G-E-N-T, Dominations. On a certain day, by a personal request, I went to war against a group of demons who had possessed and were torturing a suffering individual, vexatiously alarming flesh lords of inordinate affection, flaunting their brutal powers, being uncondemned, conceited, not their spectral beguilings. They had come to haunt, to shutter and shatter, and to strip the human well. 
They wove about in that person's physical body, causing muscles and nerves to recoil and with strikes of pain and various irksome discomforts. Images and pictures mysteriously vivid would break forth to vision, causing brain signals erratic moments. Skillful, skillfully, the demons had conjured in, into pictures a mask of fear in that person's mind with which to invoke a state of terror and to thereby enslave him. These are evil spirits of divergent dominations who strive to split away the spirit energy of their human victims. Here now, morbid ones, the hee-haw of the donkey ass, Jaboa jawbone of the ass quadru, will strike you again and again with an awesome breeze of swooshing justice. You dumb and stupid spirits, what is this evil work of impish thought you have woven? The time is at hand for your dragon heads to be wounded to crushies. If you do not come out immediately upon my command, I will call for Christ to bind you into empty spheres of space for ten thousand generations of times. O oh, heinous imbeciles, your time of shelter is finished. Christ rides the white donkey ass of ministry. Bend your wicked knees. Confess your wretched mouth confess from your your wretched mouth for now evil ones you must come out even now the quiverings are upon you for you know your banishment has come you know i i can tell that th there must be you know there, there could be people that will be listening or there is people that are listening uh to this kind of word and it is so powerful it is so impacted with the spirit of god that demons will tremble inside of people to hear this being read over the broadcast and and, and some demons will not even be able to stay to stay in the in the ear audience uh of that person and will want to leave the body even if for a temporary period of time just to get away from having to hear this kind of language they hate it <clears throat> Even now the quiverings are upon you, for you know your banishment has come. Your fluttering minds must halt, for your executor stands at the door. Jesus Christ, angel of love and grace, Holy Spirit, my being, uh, my being, anoint this action and give authority to my commands. Then I command it, come out, fiends, come out, come out, clumps of demons tumbled precariously out of that man, except for one especially fiendish demon who was their captain. With, indigni with indignation, I said, for every moment of additional delay, delay, I will add a generation to the ten generations of your being bound in the spheres of space. Whosoever spends time, time, um, let's see now if I'm in the right page here. I said to the possessed man, uh, repeat after me, demon, I do not want you to live in me. I want no part of you. I choose Jesus Christ as my Savior, and I ask for forgiveness of my sins. I exclaimed, open your mouth now, sir, and get ready for this demon to vacate your body. Then directing my intention back to the demon, I command it in Jesus' name, without delay, come out now. At that instant, the demon tri uh, uh, tyrant came out. Dear reader, you can get rid of your demons by rereading this message and applying the same directions and commands of your deliverance. 
Selah. Wow. Does that not set you up for this story about, about Lucifer? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Now remember, this is all involved in the interpretation of the lost book of the wars of the gods, which was all part of the revelation given to Moses at the at the bush meeting with the with the uh, special angel, and and uh, um, believe me, one of the things you can be sure of, and, and I don't have the time to go into it, is that Moses understood demonic power. He understood the demons. He understood. He he had names for them, and so it's very very important uh, for people to see. And understand these kind of things because uh, this this is very important uh, at this time. Uh, yes, we we've got to know that there is nephilim, and and th- even the name means ones who have fallen. Uh, we have to be able to uh, to understand, you know, the the uh, intent of the Bible, uh, and and we've got to have you know, teachers out there that are teaching this serious truth and are not just involved in, uh, you know, entertaining people and seeing how many, you know, uh, joke laughs that they can get and how many funny things they can do or, or just, uh, you know, there's a lot of wholesome, beautiful music out there and I'm all behind it. But, I mean, it can't replace uh, the, the action ministry of the Holy Spirit and the times that people need to be uh, literally healed and need to be literally delivered from demon possessions. It cannot replace that because when it does, then it leaves a void, and that void is a serious thing. Okay, let's, let's move on now into these other readings where we're into who are the mortals. And just to uh, restate just a few things, uh, when we were in Genesis chapter 1, and uh, 14 through 15 verses, we got into the fifth day of creation. And, and by proper interpretation of those verses, uh, we see that, uh, that even God was blessing when, when uh, Lucifer was, was you know, beginning to involve himself with these creations, uh, that, that, that God, by his permissive well, not his perfect well, but permissive well, allowed those things to go on. And that's why in the Bible it says, you know, God created both good and evil. And that is because of, of his permissive will uh, that allows human beings as, to be free mortal agents so that they are not robot type of people, but they are people that can choose to live for God or to live for, for, for the evil purpose. And, and that is a primary uh, thing that God does with his giving choices to choose to stay whom you would serve. Okay, so so uh, we remember that on the fifth day of creation, and this connects with the uh, uh, book of Revelations and, and the fifth uh, angel that sounded, and we connect with all this incredible revelation in a way of understanding that Lucifer got involved in creation, and even way back then, uh, he was uh, doing his thing uh, with the tares uh, to put in genetic influence into these bodies and into creation to bring forth an ultimate plan which he hoped would would, would spring up and 
from that plan, he would be able to to uh, be uh, over all the stars of heaven, as it says in the Old Testament, and and become the ruler over all the stars of heaven, and and that was, uh, you know, his his plan, and and uh, he is uh, big time into that. Okay, now um, we're going to um, uh, we're going to skip one little part. I hope to get back into it. It has to do about the uh, when the angels came uh, to do uh, creation and and uh, of this gi- gigantic star that existed called Astrodon. And is there a Bible for that? Of course there is. But, you know, you wouldn't be able to find it without being led by the Holy Spirit and directives. Uh, we would be able to show you the root meanings that were very clearly, plainly there in, in, in the Bible. And and we know that uh, that uh, there, w- there was a person called uh, Dominius who was head of the of the group that was doing the transmissions from uh, the heavens to the 144,000 creators. And he and uh, Lucifer did not get along because Dominius was suspicious of Lucifer and what he was doing. And uh, so that, that was there. Now, we... We we got into this thing for a while where we were talking before the court of judgment of the seraphimic orders. And and this is when, uh, uh, you know, um, the seraphim, uh, uh, you know, led by Michael, who was the archangel and the prince of the host of the seraphims, uh, began to bring uh, the different uh, alleged violation charges against Lucifer. And just to go over a few of them, uh, you know, uh, it, it mentions, uh, you know, uh, the Lucifer, the co-angel of the cherubims, uh, deliberately plotted and premeditated the un- the unlawful overthrow of Yaviel. Uh, it mentions uh, that uh, Lucifer used misinformation to entice the main body of the Ovenims to join in a conspiracy to commit munity. Uh, he alleged that Lucifer corrupted the cre- creation signals being transmitted to Yaviel um, and alleged that Lucifer enti- enticed Ophanims to leave their first creative state, which act was a treason, was an act of treason. Uh, he further alleged that uh, Lucifer conspired to set aside the given angel orders of I am by aspiring to be their new headship leader. Uh, he further alleged that Lucifer initiated a state of war in the uh, world heavens of the universe, and that as a result of Lucifer's alleged actions, creation laws 1, 6, and 12 were infractioned. So um, uh, we just begin to see, you know, how that these charges are all brought in legal, legal uh, order against uh, Lucifer. Um, and he brought charges also against the uh, the 144,000 captains of the host, uh, being the blue flashes of the alpha wheels of multiple dorms, block uh, code unicount 7 and tri count 10, all cells by links, unicount 20, quad count 77, all flashes of said links are second circuit flashes. This is talking about the different levels of the different angels. In addition, the scarlet flashes of the Urim wheels of multiple dorms, block code unit, uni count 7, uh, by count 8, tri count 10, and quad count 5, all by the multiples of a 1,000. 
And so this was all part of his uh, his charge uh, against, uh, you know, what he considered their uh, uh, violation. And then other orphanims, uh, he describes all the flashes of the Sheen host, 300 troll wheels uh, of all, the lower divisions being two-thirds of the flashes of a troll wheel, and the major portion of the upper division being one-third of the flashes of a troll wheel. He goes on describing uh, the four alpha wheels of the Thummim, of which is included, uh, in which was included Dominius, uh, and uh, then other blue flashes of multiple dorms, block code Unicount 7, Tri count 10, all cells by links. Unit count 20, quad count 77, all flashes of said links are second circuit flashes. Additionally, the flashes from the lower divisions being called two-thirds of the alpha wheels, the major portion of the upper division being uh, one-third of the alpha wheels, the three alpha wheels of the Urim, Urim exception, scarlet flashes of the, of the divisions by dorm, block code unit count 7, by count 8, tri count 10, and quad count five. Furthermore, the out-duty legions of the Tros, all being a part of the Biome wheel, as follows. All legions of the host of, of uh, Fenaniel, uh, uh, all legions of the host of Satoris, all legions of the host of, of Azrai, all legions of the host of Tempora, all legions of the host of Thundar, all legions of the host of Beamer, and all legions of the host of Atom. All the all by the multiplex of 1,000. Um, that goes on and on and on. Uh, you can sort of get the, the idea there of how extensive it was uh, and, and how many uh, incredible large number of individuals, uh, in addition to Lucifer, who had charges against them uh, that are all going to, uh, to come together and, and uh, be brought into uh, decisions of sentencing at the great white uh, throne judgment that it mentions in different places in the Bible. Uh, now, Lucifer's defense. Um, except as expressly admitted herein, Lucifer denies each and every allegation as put forth by, forth, forth by the accusers. Further answer, legal denies the st statement one, that Un plotted to overthrow Yaviel. In a specific uh, statement, um, to, uh, two, Lucifer denies using misinformation to commit a conspiracy to mutiny. In specific answer to statement, Lucifer denied uh, that Un corrupted the, the creation signals to, to Yaviel and the Ophanim creators. In a specific answer to four, Lucifer emphatically denies any acts of treason. Uh, in in, in his answer to five, Lucifer denies aspiring to set aside the given angelic orders. In specific answer to statement six, Lucifer denies initiating a state of war at any time, anywhere. Uh, Lucifer exceptionally denies any infractions of the creation laws, specifically laws one, six, and twelve. Uh, statements. I, Lucifer, was appointed all power by Gabriel, the archangel of the cherubims, and anointed by holy uh, confirmation as head guardian angel of Ophanims with powers of archangel authorities. Two, under the authority granted, Lucifer proceeded to move the angels uh, uh, to the highest realms so that Ophanim angels would have unimpeded transmission abilities during the time of creation. Three, 
the said move was stifled by Dominius. For that because of the rebellious actions of Dom by Dominius, the spirits of the Ophanim were depressed, attributing to the confusion of creative signals that produced the monsters and the dinosaurs. See here, he is basically trying to blame um, uh, the creation of dinosaurs and, and these monsters on Dominius because uh, he impeded the signals and that caused there to be mutations. But uh, uh, that's his clever, uh, Lucifer's clever uh, defense. Furthermore, uh, Yaviel and Yah's angels should have intercepted the erroneous signals but did not. Uh, six, that Yaviel and the creator angels forsook the creative realm without confirmation, subjecting the angels to the monster dinosaur and behemoth beast and the longest day of creation. Seven, which was the fifth uh, day of cre uh, generation, day of creation. Furthermore, this is number seven, Yaviel, Yah's angels, and Dominius refused to subject himself to Lucifer's counsel, which was a breach of angelic order as set forth in the codes of universal law. Eight, Furthermore, a conspiracy of Dominius and the 144,000 creator Ophanim provoked war against Lucifer and Un's followers. The Ophanim, without justification, provocation, or adjudication of the Holy Commission. Nine, that after said conflict was ended by the intervention of Gabriel and the cherubim, premature, premature judgment was made by Michael and, and the judges whereby Lucifer was condemned for pride and covetousness. Uh, he, Lucifer is saying that uh, you know, there is no uh, uh, final conclusion that can be made because according to the the uh, laws of, of mandamus or mandamus that uh, they have to go, when they're of that high of an order, they have to go through the, the, um, uh, the white throne judgment. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it goes on to say, uh, these accusations are false. Uh, the contrivance uh, of a conspiracy against, they are a contrivance of, this, of, of a conspiracy against Lucifer and Un's host. He's talking about his, his um, inner angels, his uh, co-owned angels. Pleadings. Lucifer pleads innocent of all charges which were made against him. Lucifer further asserts that such claims and charges cannot be proven, nor can anyone show that there were any violations to the universal codes and laws. Therefore, Lucifer pleads for mercy and justice, and that said, uh, pre said prejudice charges be set aside. <clears throat> then it goes on uh, here to um, uh, uh, an overview uh, as presented by Prince Michael and the Seraphim judges. Allegations and charges against the following Lucifer, co-archangel of the cherubim, and all the legions of the tens of thousands, all the hosts of the thousands of millions, and all the wheels of the million millions of the Ophanim. But a certain time during the courses of our mission, after having arrived at the galaxy uh, known as the Lake of Smokes, we seraphim set up our prospective headquarters at the constellation of Orion, while the cherubim set up their headquarters in the realms of the Pleiades, and the Ophanim set up their headquarters in the realms of Arturus. After setting up the galaxy kingdoms and orbits, orbiting uh, our uh, planetomes in, in each of our perspective areas, we proceeded with duties as decreed by the signage of the Holy Commission 
uh, the seraphim as judges, the cherubim as watchers, and the ophanim as creators. I must not fail to mention the precision and the magnificent acceleration by which Yaviel and the Ophanim's spirit at their creation. All proceeded with articulate perfection, and it would seem that changing even one finite particle of substance could not prove such a grand designing. However, such a thought did occur to Lucifer, co-archangel, under the command of of Un's Lord Gabriel of the Cherubim. Indeed, it was Lucifer's suggestion that Un be assigned as mediating angel of the Ophanim to assist Dominius and the Ophanims during the uh, creation cycle, at which time Yaviel and the 144,000 captains of the host uh, were, were uh, absent from the wheels to spirit creations. <coughs> Concerning Lucifer's high rank, and considering the guardianship role of the cherubim as watchers, Gabriel agreed to confer upon Lucifer Un's requested role a decision to which I also agreed. Uh, it was shortly after the confirmation that serious transmission problems began to occur between the mind creator Ophanim and the photo translator Ophanim. It was at this time Lucifer expressed Un's intention to move the base of mind creators to a realm of higher acceleration, for as Un expressed it, unimpeded transmission abilities. At that time, Dominius rebelled against Lucifer's suggestions. I must say that by, by, uh, I must say that by uh, such time, the whole galaxy was in an uproar of decisions. Consequently, Yaviel left the creation in abeyance and returned with the 144 captains of the host. At the time, the split between Dominius and Lucifer was of an extensive nature. I must admit with much sorrow that the angels of Dominius fought with the angels of Lucifer. Were it not for Gabriel and Un's legions, speedy intervention, who would dare mention the results? The, The following amounts are the proclamations of my judgment which I, Michael, and the select cherubim, or seraphim render in the course of our duties as judgment. Then they go on to make this, this uh, judgment of Lucifer. Uh, Lucifer corrupted the signals of the mind creators, uh, integrating deviated creation signals to Dominius for transmission to Yaviel and the 144,000 captains. Now we can begin to see, as this is, Moving on, it is getting very intense. Uh, it is the conclusion of the judges. Now, this is not the judges of the uh, seven spirits of the white throne judgment, but these are the the local judges of the of the seraphim, cherubim, and and so forth. Uh, Lucifer's intentions from the beginning uh, of the uns assignment to betray and degrade the leadership of Yaviel the uh, captains of the host and, the, and Dominius in order to claim leadership of the Ophanim and aspiring to the highest possible status, thereby conquer and control the galaxy. We find extensive defaults of Lucifer to the following. Then it mentions the various creation laws uh, that he broke. It mentions the holy laws of the universal covenant that he broke. Uh, and then it goes into condemnation condemnation and sentencing of Lucifer. Now keep in mind, just like you know the Bible says that the that the patterns of things on earth, you know, reveal uh patterns in the heavens. So like in the earthly court system you have local courts and then they go on up 
to higher courts. Finally, you get to the Supreme Court. Well, the um, the uh, white throne judgment is, um, you know, would would be the reality of the pattern on Earth of a Supreme Court. Uh, so this judgment that was put on Lucifer and the angels was a judgment that was made by the lower courts. The higher court has not heard this whole case yet. And that's coming way, way up the road uh, after the things uh, finish up as far as the Ophidim having taken bodies, uh, you know, to revitalize their spiritual condition. And when we get to the end of that 70,000 generations, as we uh, reveal in our teachings, then, uh, you know, soon it'll be time for the white throne judgment. And uh, uh, that is very, very interesting how that then in the meanwhile, there's these lower courts that have made these judgments, which have gone against Lucifer. But, you know, they are not definitive in the sense that they're the ultimate final uh, uh, judgment made against him. Uh, condemnation and sentencing of Lucifer. I, Michael, and the kindred judges do find uh, Lucifer guilty of all said uh, allegations. Uh, then there's a pleading of dominions, the 144,000 uh, uh, creator angels. There are uh, charges made against dominions, the 144,000 uh, uh, creators, and so forth. And then the different laws that they broke of the, of the creation law is mentioned. And uh, then there are the pleadings of other Ophanims and participators. There's the con condemnation and sentencing of all the other Ophanims. Uh, I'm just not reading every aspect of this because uh, I don't know if we, how long it would take us to get through it. Uh, there's charges against other Ophem participators. Uh, however, when this is all done, Lucifer rejects all of the lower court's decision. And uh, then it goes on in... Uh, 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 and it, said, it talks about the fall of the angels. The heavens were filled with sadness. Yaviel wept. Lucifer, having rejected Un's judgment, next proceeded to convince the Ophanims to follow Un to the consolation of, of, of the dragon. Then Lucifer and the Ophanims set up war camps in the consolation of the dragon. This is the then the beginning. Uh, all of this court thing that's been going on has been going on in the heavens. And then there is this move to Drago. And after that, sometime after that, there ends up being <clears throat> the, the happening described in uh, Revelations 12, where there was war in heaven. And it, it gets to that place of the war. And uh, now there's a lot of stuff in between here, you know, but I can't read it all. Uh, Lucifer sets up uh, war camps in the constellations. Behold the legions of the cherubim, even Gabriel and Un's sentries rushed against Lucifer to war against him. But Michael stopped them, saying, It is not pleasing uh, to I am that you should war against your second in command, inasmuch as you have anointed him as the covering angel. And I, my, my seraphim, I and my seraphim shall execute judgment against Lucifer and, and Un's followers. So uh, then the meanwhile, Yavio, uh, Dominius, and the 144,000 captains of some of the Ophanim waited in the realms of Arturus for the execution of judgment and prayed for the mercies of I am. Michael and Un's angels fought against Lucifer, uh, the anointed cherub uh, and, the, uh, and the Ophanim, and prevailed against them. Then 
were Lucifer and the angels cast down from the constellations of Drago, or the dragon, and Lucifer, the head dragon, was cast down, and Un's lofty propositions of the mind were, were wounded. According to the judgment of seraphimic law, some fallen angels became demons, other angels became humans. And uh, there's a lot more that goes on. It goes on to mention that Satan is a powerful lawyer. He knows all these universal laws, and uh, he knows them quite well, better than the average angel. The um, last legal statement of Lucifer, uh, Lucifer Satan, uh, I appeal to the white throne of the Holy Commission. I leave the following uh, testimony. I, Lucifer, plead innocent of all charges and judgments which are pending against me, and such actions, judgment, and claims not being, in my opinion, congruent to the universal codes and laws as set forth by the holy law of the universal manner, uh, covenants. Summary, I, therefore, Lucifer, and my allegiance plead for mercy and justice that said prejudice judgment be set aside and a motion be rendered whereby all titles, powers, and authorities be instated, reinstated to me and my followers. I base my defense on the criteria as presented by our jealous, A-R-G-E-L-O-U-S, by our jealous, my legal counsel, that after said uh, judgment, Lucifer and Un's Ost fled to the constellation of Drago, Drago and prepared self-defensive conditions which were inappropriately assumed as offensive measures by Michael and his uh, legions. Uh, furthermore, Michael and his uh, legions warred against Lucifer and Un's host, but Lucifer not desiring further conflict, uh, according to his statement, uh, uh, surrendered unto the host. So he basically said he really didn't win the war against Lucifer, or pardon me, against uh, the um, Michael and the Seraphims. He decided to surrender and and not continue the war. That's just his presentation. Uh, that as a consequence of Un's congenial response, Lucifer and Un's followers were cast out and banned from the upper heavens. And that by consequences of Lucifer's Lucifer and Un's followers, uh, they were stripped of their titles, degraded by name, made the laughing stop, uh, stock of the heavens. That is a result of the lower environments by which uh, decree they are forced to live. They cannot maintain their higher accelerated bodies and mental clarity. That since all redeemed of humankind will in inevitably become an agent of Yaviel's testimony against Lucifer and his host, it remains therefore within the sanction of, of universal laws to test these individuals to ascertain the reliability of their character. Therefore, Un and his, uh, uh, therefore Lucifer and Un's host claim perfect rights to challenge creation uh, and to keep records of such accusations and, and challenges. In other words, uh, Lucifer claims that he was forced into this, this lower subduction uh, environment and that affected them in their thinking. They cannot be held, that cannot be held against them. And the thing that they are doing, uh, you know, to tempt humans is to try them as to whether they are really worthy to be able to be witness to Yaviel against him <clears throat> at the coming White Throne Judgment. Well, this goes on. That does not finish it, but I have to close it now. Uh, we've gone over time. Uh, it is sensational. It is powerful. Let me just take a moment to say, next week, God willing, any of you people that have 
demon possessions, or at least you feel you do, or you know other people that that you could bring to hear next week's message, I'm going to have a special time in which I'm going to uh, cast out by the Spirit of the Holy Spirit and by Jesus demons out of people and do this over the broadcast. And it's going to be a really great deliverance service. Plus, we're going to get into a whole lot of other things. Don't forget about this Vimeo. Uh, you can already now get on board and you can really get into these teachings. God bless you and keep you. It calls His Holy Spirit to shine upon you. <laughs>